Alrighty, welcome back to Swing the Twig. It is a Friday, and we have a great show lined up for you. Dom is still out in California, but no problem. We got Jeff and Anthony here. Guys, what's happening for another Friday? Yeah, we are inching closer and closer to the postseason now. We are officially in September. This is when the fun begins. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting, right? Yeah, I mean, this is when you kind of make or break now for, for, for many teams, you know, coming into uh postseason play, you know, there's kind of the final stretch and then come October, everything resets. Well, let's talk about the race to October because that's, that's really something to watch. As we talked about here last Tuesday, there's just a lot going on with the races. Obviously September just hit September 2nd, obviously on Friday. So we're coming down to a lot of races. One team that might not make the playoffs looking like they won't is the Chicago White Sox. Their manager is out indefinitely with a medical condition. Obviously, I'm talking about Tony La Russa. Jeff, is this a – I mean, this seems like a – I don't know. I want to say it's like a positive thing. Not not for him getting the medical condition, but for him not to be managing. I mean, we've we've all seen some of the blunders of Tony La Russa this season and past seasons. Um, so, I mean, it is a good thing. I mean, first of all, like, it's never a good thing when someone goes down for any reason, you know, obviously wishing Tony LaRusso the best, you know, mm-hmm. hoping that's nothing serious. That's just a little blip on the radar. They're being extra cautious about he is like 77 years old. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it might be a blessing in disguise for the White Sox, you know, it, <laughs> it's no, it's no shock that there's been some extreme discourse between LaRusso and literally anybody else in the league quite frankly so it might be a good thing for them or absolutely nothing can change yeah i get it and that's let's go through the white Sox here real fast right so we have some this is obviously a team that you know looks like that that looked like before the season they could potentially make the playoffs i said they were overrated for the longest time i think obviously they are for sure but last year i was saying that Look at the guys they have in their roster. They do have good hitters. Abreu, right? Seems like to be the only contributor. Tim Anderson hasn't been healthy, who's actually a legitimately good hitter. As much as we rail on him on this podcast, he's a legitimately good hitter. Luis Robert, Yasmini Grandal. I mean, we're going through a bunch of guys here. That's just a few of them. I can go, I can go down another list of good White Sox hitters. Where is the problem for the White Sox right now? Is it the manager? Is it Tony Larusa? Is it the lack of... They do have they do have a lot of veteran players on this team. I mean, I, th- I think but, it goes down to I think it goes down to pitching. I think their pitching has really been atrocious this year. You know, from Dallas Keuchel having an ERA north of seven to getting DFA'd to Giolito not being kind of the ace that he was or the, or that he was last year, and that what they expect him to be kind of moving forward. Um, you know, and the fact that, you know, Yasmani Grandal is batting under 200 and is not producing in the way that they hoped he would. You know, even last year, you know, he was producing, but his numbers were very low. And at this point, he's not producing any power. His OPS is abysmal. Um, and like you said, I think Tony Russo has something to do with it because the culture in anyone's, in any clubhouse starts with the manager. And I think yes. from the get-go... I don't think he's ever had that team rallied. And, you know, and I've said it before many times that I think he should have stayed retired after he won it in 2011 with the Cardinals. I think the game has changed so much to the point where he should have just rode off into the sunset and just enjoy kind of the legacy that he had before 
taking on this role because he was a, uh, you know, he was classified as one of the all-time great managers, and because of this kind of little run he had with the White Sox, it tarnishes that a little bit, unfortunately. Sure. Uh, because he is not a new school manager um, that you know can be around and kind of. I don't feel like he can connect with these players. You know, it's just a different era, and it's completely different from what it was when he was uh, managing the A's in the '80s and '90s, and then the Cardinals. You know, you know, in the 2000s. So it's a different. It's a different era. Um, but I attribute it to the pitching, and just you know, Tony just as a manager. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know the thing with that is. He's already he's not fighting for a Hall of Fame spot. He already is legit. When we say he's a Hall of Famer, he is a legit Hall of Famer. He's literally in already. So, and yeah, I mean, he is a Hall of Famer, but it is also, you know, the fact that he's he's already there. Does this tarnish him? I I think so a little bit to the public eye, but I mean, when you look at it from a Hall of Fame standpoint, he's already there, right? There's not he has nothing to lose. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Except public perception. If he cares about that, I think I think at his age he doesn't really care about that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. um, he could really yeah. care less. <laughs> yeah, but fair. yeah, the 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 White Sox are they're they're a bit of an enigma, you know, because like on paper they look like a pretty good team, you know, and their their ERA is good for good for nineteenth in the league, and their WHIP is twenty first in the league right now, but then, but then you break it down for some of their other stats, you know, know, strikeouts, they're seventh in the league, you know, but then you go even further, you know, hits, um, they're 19th in the league in terms of how good they are at limiting that, you know, um, earned, earned runs. You're looking at that, you know, they are, uh, where are they right here? Here they are. They're 19th in the league as well, Mm -hmm. you know? Sure. So, so their pitching is okay. It's not good, but it's okay. Um, and obviously, like we've been saying, that's part of the difference. But even still, this is a team that's good on paper. We've seen them have pretty decent success before. It's just not happening this year. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. It's just one of those things, you know, and... And this team is just really going to struggle. Well, on that note, guys, the playoff picture is, you know, out. I mean, they, well, it's always been out. You can always see it uh, pre-playoffs and all throughout the regular season, realistically. But there, it is out. And I guess the projected series is right now. Uh, in let's start. Should we start with the American League or the National League first? Let's start with the AL. All right, let's do it. Well, the Yankees are obviously the number two seed. It would take a lot for them to get to the number three, the number three spot, which is currently held by the Cleveland guardians in the, uh, I guess the leading wild card position or sorry, not the wild card. I'm sorry. They're, they're leading the AL central and they should win that division. Uh, number four would be the Tampa Bay rays. They're in the wild card. They're set to take on the Seattle Mariners. So the rays and Mariners could right now, if the, if the postseason started today, rays would play the Mariners and the winner of that would play the Astros. Now, if you get Cleveland playing Toronto, which is what it's supposed to be, three and six, that's the winner that plays the Yankees. Honestly, if it stays that way, I assume, I hope this Yankee team makes improvements and gets a little better before the postseason. They make improvements fundamentally, things like that, to where they can they should beat either of those teams in the postseason. 
There's no yeah. reason why the Yankees should lose a, a best three out of five series to me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, the, the Yankees have struggled mightily for the past two months or so. They're they're six and four in their last ten, so you know, might be starting to figure it out. You know, didn't do all that good against the Angels though, so it's not something you want to see. But it I mean, look, if the Yankees play five hundred ball from here on out, they should be fine. Um they're they're not in danger of falling out of the playoffs by any stretch. They're they're eleven games up from Baltimore, um, who's looking on the outside right now, two games behind the Blue Jays for that sixth seed. Um, and they're five, they're five games back right now with the Astros for that number one seed. Um, so at, as of right now, they would both get a bye. Probably a good thing for both teams, you know? I mean, the Astros, you know, they, they've been rolling right along, but, you know, they need Verlander to come back. They need to make sure he's healthy. And the Yankees need to just figure it out and make sure that they got that they got their shit together for the postseason. Agreed. And the Yank well, let's get to the Yankees. I mean, I hate to talk about the Yankees because we're all Yankee fans and I don't want to be, you know, too and I say it all the time, Yankee centric. But this team is is it's at a point where it's where it's it's shocking. It's shocking, I guess to put it that way. A team that started a team that started the season looking like basically the 98 New York Yankees, looking amazing, right? Have fallen below the 2021 New York Yankees. Last year's Yankees team, that was, again, I, I, I'm going to remind you, they had really bad catcher Gary Sanchez. They were awful on the base paths. They had awful hitting scenario situations. Runners on scoring position, leave them all the time. Uh, just just bad pens, bullpen situations, too. It's it's gotten to a point where it's unfathomable. It's incredible. I have no other words to describe it. But my God, is there any way to describe the Yankees' ongoing stretch? I mean, since we recorded the podcast, they lost that embarrassing game to the Angels, where two errors leads to a three-run home run for Otani. A two-nothing lead goes to a three-two loss. How do you how do you draw up the Yankees right now? I think it's just. Uh... I mean, it is frustrating, you know, I think, I mean, you kind of, you kind of just have to look at it and just kind of maybe, uh, I'm left speechless and this is at this point, it's just comical. I mean, I can only like just laugh. I'm just like, what, like, what else do, could I possibly expect, right? The, the bar was so high in the beginning and now the bar set so low that I'm like, you, you think back in June when we were down, like, oh, we're going to win, we'll figure it out. And we always did. Now it's like, how, how are we going to lose? That's what it's come down to, um, you know, and I have heard fans of all in an uproar, and I'm kind of just staying neutral. I'll get upset here and there, you know, but I'm not getting all like, I'm not screaming at my TV like Joe's McFly did last night when Otani gave out that three-run shot. Um, I'm not going to that stretch. But, I mean, look, at the end of the day, Tommy, to your point, if they play 500 ball and we're in as the two seed in October – that's fine with me. I don't care. Once once we get in, everything resets. The regular season does not matter. The only thing that really matters in the regular season is like home field advantage. But at the end of the day, stats wipe clean. Everything else, like what what you did against what what we the series against the Angels and the A's and even the Cardinals, right? Doesn't matter. 
It just doesn't. You know, the only thing that matters is what we have in front of us in the playoffs. That's it. So as long as they stay, like you said, 500 ball, if we go a little bit above 500, that'd be great. Um, just get in the playoffs. Just got to get to October. Just got to just ride this month out. And it's a new month, so fresh start. Anthony, if you're, you know, if you're able to, if you had, if you want, said I, I had the money to do it and you, and you, you know, you were able to financially, not, not, I'm not saying you aren't, but you chose not to because you want to save up. Right. But if you could, would you go to a Yankee playoff game in October based on the way they're playing right now? If I could and financially, right. It'd be not, an, it'd be a non-issue for me. Right. That's what, that's my point. Like, like just to, no, forget finances. No, forget finances. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd go. You would, you'd go. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. If, if I'm if I'm financially comfortable, right. I mean, I'd go. I mean, look, it's you know, it's it's, it's playoff atmosphere. I mean, I was at the Subway Series last Tuesday, and that was the. And I have to tell you guys, that was the probably the the Yankees won, and that was the best game I've ever been to. You know, that was playoff atmosphere. Right. It was a four-two game. It had good pitching, you know, key offensive plays, like plays that are just kind of like what the happened, you know, with the with the base running blunder with the Mets had, where where like you know Pete was about to go to third, he stumbled, Glaber didn't cover second, and he tried to go back to second. Then Pete went home, and then the bloop single by Trevino down the first baseline, and then bases loaded, two outs, and Francisco Lindor can't come up clutch. It's what you wanted, so. Knowing that, and you can do that in October. I mean, I'd go. Hmm. Okay. 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 I I respect that. I I personally would probably go to one. I, I um, don't want to waste. I'm huh? only going. Yeah, I'm only going to one. And unless they make, wanna... if, if, if they go to the World Series. Yeah. Then, well, that's different. That's different. Yeah. They. Yeah. Then We're I'm talking probably, about. Yeah. Oh, I would go to the World Series if I if well if they make it, I, I'll try. But again, you know, the thing is, I'm talking about the first round, obviously, you know, where we wouldn't, we wouldn't know how they are in the playoffs yet, though we have a good history, a good reminder of how they are in the early rounds, especially. I just, mm-hmm. I'm curious as to who they get. It's either going to, it looks like it could either be the Guardians or the Jays, if that holds up. Let's see if they even hold on to first place first. The magic number, I think, is yeah. 26. 27 or 26. 27 or 26. That's I think 20. I saw 27 before the. No, sorry. Still 27 because they lost last night. 27. My apologies. It is currently 27 to That's win the division. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. But I think the way it works is the if the number goes down, if the Yankees win and or, or the Rays lose. So whoever's the number two. So basically it, it would just. So if the Rays lose and the Yankees win, doesn't matter. It goes down to 26. It. Yep. And then so forth. Yeah, and let me let let me tell you what we need to hold on to that second seed right now, and because I would rather play anybody else in the league. I would rather play the Astros before I play the Mariners right now, because the Mariners have been ridiculously scary. It's going to be one of the most beloved franchises. You know, everyone calls the Mariners America's team. You know, they're the underdog. Everyone wants to root for them. And then you got the Yankees, the most hated franchise, arguably in American sports, going against each other. Very true. That would be a really, 
tough series, especially, especially if the Mariners somehow would get a home field advantage on that. I would be very concerned. Yeah, I think the Mariners are a legitimate team. That's that's for real right there. I mean, what's their record right now? 41 and 19 in their last 60. That should tell you a lot yeah. about where the Mariners are right now. Now, the Dodgers are kind of similar in that respect. Um, but if you're on pace with the Dodgers for something, the current state the Dodgers are in, uh, that's that's pretty good if you're Seattle. So, And if Seattle's going to play the, the Astros, that should be a great series. Aside from that, if that's off the Yankees, you know, plate, phenomenal, right? I wouldn't want to play Seattle. I would not. I still think we should beat Seattle, uh, based on just the team, but I on paper. But Seattle's still really good. I, <laughs> they got a good fan base. They got a great stadium. They have you know great atmosphere there out there. It's cool. I wish I could see it one day. I've been to Seattle a bunch, but never been to the park you know, at a game. So that would be really awesome. But guys, is there any any changes you want to make to your predictions before we move on? Anything from the preseason predictions? Anything? Mm. I know we're a month away, so. This one, you really, you really can't change it at this point. Yes, that is true. I'm, I'm, yeah. giving, you, I'm giving you guys an out. Um, that's Yeah, that's, that's fair. I respect that. Well, okay, so. I didn't give you guys time, but Jeff kind of uh, did warn us before we started. We do have a bro of the week. Well, each of us, I hope we do. And that bro of the week, I I got to decide on mine still. Who, who, who wants to go on their bro of the week for the week that was in Major League Baseball? Uh, I'll go. Um, I'll, go with, uh, I'll go with Brandon Nimmo of the Mets. Oh, I like insane it. Insane catch on the Dodger series. You know, he kind of, and then, you know, and, and, and one way or another, right, he kind of saved DeGrom's pitching performance that night. Kind of showed yeah. that DeGrom is human and, you know, Will does give up some runs. Um, but, you know, Nemo kind of saved him. And I remember the, the Mets, I was like, oh my God, catch of the year. It was a great catch. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely up there. Catch of the year, though. I don't know. I don't know about that. Like it was a great catch, but like it's, it wasn't like the it wasn't like the old like holy shit kind of catch. Like yes. he robbed him. Like he just he just robbed him, you know. But you know, I think the atmosphere it was Dodgers match. DeGrom was on the mound. Um, you know, sold out sold out crowd the way the Mets announcer called it. You know, that's potential. But I don't think it was catch the air. But but regardless, Brandon Nimmo is my is my bro of the week because I mean, you know. He's the reason why Degrom, at least for that night, had a had a great game. Because if that ball gets out, it's a tie game. It's a no decision for him, and and maybe the Mets lose. You never know. Okay, uh, Jeff, do you have one? Yes. Yeah. Um, might surprise you guys a bit. I'm gonna go with Bo Bichette. Why is that? Bo Bichette has been pretty pedestrian for. The entirety of, yeah. I mean, really, for the for the, the entirety season. of of his career, quite honestly. Um, but you know, ever since August twenty first, so for the past week and a half or so, he's hitting three seventy right now. So he he's going through a pretty good stretch right here, you know, and he he's provided some firepower for a Blue Jays team that is desperately trying to stay within the wild card series right now. 
you know, I yes. they, they got the spot right now, but you know, Baltimore's only two games away. The White Sox, I think, are also only two games away. The Twins are a couple games away as well. So they they are in a lot of danger of losing that spot. So right. they need guys like Bo Bichette, like Vlad Guerrero. They need those big guys to show, hey, you know, they weren't talking out their asses when they said this year's going to be a movie or it's going to be a movie about the Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Great, great, uh, great call on that. I got one, and it's going to be uh, Edwin Diaz of the New York Mets. He's, I, I, I know we have. Has anyone done Edwin Diaz on this podcast yet for their bro of the week? Or I actually don't think so. I don't think we have. Surprisingly, no. But I'll be the first. Um, I'll be happy to do that. I mean, Timmy Trumpet comes out and and does the whole song and everything. You just gotta love. You gotta love the song, right? This is Narco. Um, by Timmy Trumpet. Timmy Trumpet came to City Field and performed, did the song on the actual trumpet at the Mets game during the Dodgers series. And now he flies back to Australia. But that was pretty cool, guys. I don't know if you guys caught that or not. But Timmy Trumpet was yeah. at that Mets game. <laughs> yeah, he was at that Mets game. And uh, yeah, he's he's blowing the trumpet. And Diaz came out for that second game he was at, I think. Threw a first pitch. Uh, and I think Diaz has the best walk-up song, walk-out song. Um, in the majors, current majors. Again, like I said, nothing beats Mo, but uh, or Hell's Bells, right? For Trevor Hoffman, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's a good one. But yes, nothing beats Narco in the current uh, major league baseball closers. So that's my bro of the week, guys. I'm a I'm 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 an idiot. We forgot to do the National League for the for the playoff playoff picture. Um, because yeah, we just had... want to build up to it, right? So. Yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. So let's let's move on here. So we we have, I I don't want to leave the National League, you know, hanging in the slightest. Um, but we have we hear the top seeded LA Dodgers, shocker, and the second seed Mets. Uh, that should be obvious to everyone. The thing that changes significantly, guys, is the uh, the Braves and the Padres matchup that was supposed to happen. They both separated. Padres are six, barely hanging around in the playoff race, and they take on the Cardinals for the wild card series. To eventually try and play the Mets in the ALDS or NLDS, excuse me. So the Padres went from I had them being the best team in the National League on paper, midseason after the trade deadline to bottom to, at the very last spot possible. And then number five is the Phillies. They're actually in the playoffs. For how much Jeff and I rag on the Phillies, the Phillies are number five ranked in the National League. They are looking to play the Braves right now if it starts today. Winner that plays the Dodgers and the winner of the Padres series plays the Mets. Is that realistic for the um for the Padres to come out a winner in that St. Louis series? If that holds up, they might. They might. I could all. I could also just as easily see them getting swept. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's they, they very well could. I mean, I mean, I mean, really, the Padres only have one team to beat. And that's the Brewers. The Brewers are two and a half out of that spot right now at seventh place in the league. Everybody else is down by ten or more. It 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 really just comes down to those to those last three teams, you know, the Phillies, the Padres, and the Brewers. You know, they're all within three games of each other, and they're gonna have to fight and claw back for that wild card spot. Sure. Some, someone's gotta lose. On paper. It should be the Brewers who are losing. You know, the Padres have a stacked lineup, and 
the Phillies have an X factor in Bryce Harper. You well, know, and are... Aaron What's and that? Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola's been phenomenal this season. You know, you, you have to count on him to come up clutch for the remaining couple games he has left. Those those should be automatic wins as far as I'm concerned. Well, the Brewers aren't even in this race. Like they're not even yeah. in the playoffs right now. Yeah, not right now, but they're they're only two and a half out of it, so it's true. It, it's true. It's definitely in the realm of possibility for them to jump up. But you mean two and a half out of the division or out of the wild card? In to get into the wild card spot yeah, because yeah. they're 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 seven back from the Cardinals right now for yeah, that division that spot. Sense. I can't I can't see it happening. And the Braves are like eight games up for that first wild card spot. So they're there there's no way that they lose that. The Braves you are know. basically a lock for that spot. So Yeah, yeah. The Bra- yeah. If the Braves don't come back and win the division, they're a lock for that first seed in the wild card at this point, pretty much. They'll have home field advantage playing one of those three teams. Right now they're set to play Philly under the four seed, believe it or not. So I actually think they can come back and beat the Mets. That's still that's still realistic. Now the Mets look really good. They did, I think, take two out of three from the Dodgers. They just won today. Uh, they just won on Thursday, rather. So they're they did beat the Dodgers. So if that means anything, uh, that's two out of three there. So that's really good for the Mets. The Mets have had success against the Dodgers actually uh, this this year, in L- both in LA and in Flushing. So that's that's also noteworthy too. But you know, I, I like the National League in the playoffs. It, I mean, there's a lot of new teams that haven't really been there that could potentially be there. Philly, uh, the, obviously the Mets is the big story. Uh, Padres. <laughs> uh-huh. For all the hype about the Padres, sorry, Dom. They haven't been to the playoffs yet, uh, except for 2020 when they got, when they had the wild card series uh, against yep. the Cardinals. And even, even the Cardinals coming back, you know, I, I know they – you know they they are historically the second best franchise in MLB in terms of World Series wins, but you know they they've they've been out of it for a couple of years. You know it's been the Brewers' division to lose, and they have just lost it. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to be a great great race for the National League. Obviously, all right. Now we can move on because I wish <laughs> I really wish I really wish I really wish I organized that better. But whatever. We'll keep that in the order it is because it's it's funnier that way. All right. Is there a series that you guys like this weekend? There's a lot to pick from. Obviously, we're in September now. This is the dog days of the season. And there's a lot of good series this weekend. Is there anything you guys like? Uh, let, me, let me scroll through the list right now. Who's playing? Who's playing? Who's playing? Uh, all right. Here's an easy one. Twins and White Sox. Twins and White Sox. Why do you say that? Twins and White They're both looking outside of the playoffs right now. Um, White Sox are, I looked up, White Sox are six games back. Twins are three games back of a wild card spot. Entirely possible one of them can come back. But you know what? I, I got to say, if the White Sox end up losing this series, especially with La Russa being out, I think they're done. Hmm. I think they're done. I, I can't see them, it, especially if they get swept. I'm considering the White Sox out of the playoffs at that point. They're already a game below 500, you know, so they they really have some ground to catch up. Yeah, man, that's going to be really, really tricky. Um, Okay, Anthony, do you have a series of the week? For the weekend? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Giants-Phillies. Giants-Phillies. 
Only because of the fact, right, we're in that point of the season where, like, you know, let's face the Giants, they're not making the playoffs. So what are they playing for? Mm-hmm. They're trying to be the spoiler team, and they could be that for the Phillies, you know? Sure. And Never it's in know. San Fran, too. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be pretty fascinating. I really don't know who my I you know what? I'm just gonna well this is so hard for me to for me to <laughs> you know what I I can go with so many different ones here. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Padres Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are the Freddie Freeman said it. I watched an interview Freddie Freeman gave to MLB Network, I believe, on Thursday. And you know what he said? He said that they try to win every single game, no matter what the, what where they are in the standings. So that implies the Dodgers are going to tr- go all out, even in the last week of the season, to me. So like no like no benching guys. They're just going to keep playing and playing to keep to keep them going, and they're going to keep trying to win, even if they're in first. Mm-hmm. So the Padres are going to Dodger Stadium. Sean Manai on Saturday is really scary to me because of how he just performed against the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium on uh, on the twenty fifth or twenty sixth. Or a week, it was a week after my birthday. That's how I remember. But it was it was awful. He gave up like eight runs in the outing, three innings, just got awful. And this is a big series for the Padres, bigger series than the Padres than it is the Dodgers, because obviously the Padres are currently sixth in the National League and th- holding on to the last wild card spot when this team realistically is supposed to be one of the best in the National League. So, I you know I'm curious about this. Um, yeah, I'm very curious about this now. But that's 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 my series of the week will be Padres and Dodgers because Padres really need to they just swept the they just swept the Giants too so I gotta I gotta hope the Padres do well I'm gonna root for the Padres for Dom's sake so all right so, uh, Jeff you have a free pick of the week don't you we're trying to go three games above 500 yep we're sitting two games above right now picking a Sunday game seemed to work pretty good last week so we're gonna keep that train rolling hope our luck keeps up we're gonna pick the Orioles. Going against the Athletics. Orioles going against the A's. All right. Yep. And is it in Oakland? It is it in, is in it is Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore. Okay. Is, which game is it? Saturday or Sunday? I know you said it already. We're, but ta- we're taking the Sunday game. Sunday, Sunday. Yep, just Sunday to reiterate. The, Sunday in the daytime. We don't see a starting pitcher yet for Oakland unless you have information. Uh, I, I don't have. I got, Ir- I got Irvin pitching for Oakland, and I got Watkins Ooh. for the I see Watkins. I see Watkins. All right, that's MLB app that's behind then. Okay. So these are all projected starters. So, yeah, Baltimore is playing really, really well. Now, do you think Baltimore gets anywhere near the race for anywhere in the postseason? Near it? They're only a couple games out. They're a game and a half. Oh, yeah. They they very well could. I mean, I mean look, they, they've still got to play a couple series against the Blue Jays. I think they got two more series they got to play. So, I mean, hell, there you go. You know, that's the difference right there. Those two series they got to play, that's going to be the difference. Sure, sure, sure. All right, so that's that's pretty cool. So that's the free pick of the week there. It will be, obviously, the Baltimore Orioles over the Oakland A's. Uh, shout out to Jeff for that one because that will be our free pick. So let's go let's go Orioles for that one. Is there anything you guys want to add before we uh, head out of here? Oh, we got fantasy, don't we? We do. So We do got the fantasy. Who's got the scores? Jeff, do you have it? Uh, I can pull it up right now. Once, once I think I think Dom load. I think Dom is killing me. And and I think yeah, Dom is killing me. I don't know. 188 to 148. That's not terrible actually, but okay. <laughs> nah. 
And Anthony's actually up on me right now because my pitchers yeah, forgot yeah. how to pitch yesterday, 124 to oh, 123. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> hey, Anthony and I are getting – Jeff, you know, Anthony and, I are, Anthony and I are getting a little bit of a shit talk for in our other fantasy league from someone. Uh oh. Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. Because we didn't we didn't it's... necessarily pay attention to the season in that league. I barely pay attention to the season in this one. <laughs> but Anthony, I think I literally had three wins, and I don't know how many wins Anthony had, but I had three wins in in that league. I just I just checked it last night because I was doing my fantasy football work uh, for for drafting. So I I did see that. I was disappointed a little bit, but yeah, that's. <laughs> It sucks, <laughs> but, but yeah. So Anthony, I've been dealing with that, with that a little bit. I drafted a bunch of Yankees too, like that. I thought we we're gonna. I actually drafted Do- Josh Donaldson. Uh, well, pre-season. there's mistake number one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I drafted Glaber Torres. It looked good in the beginning of the season. Uh, Rizzo got hurt a couple times. That kept him out. I got Stanton. I got. Yeah, I got Judge. I got so many guys on the Yankees because I loved the team. Before the season started, I loved that I loved Donaldson coming in. I thought he was gonna somehow just come out and be amazing. He initially was good. Now it's nothing. So you thought wrong. I sure did. But whatever. So that's three wins for me. And definitely my worst fantasy performance in a long time. But I didn't pay attention to it much. I don't know how many wins AC had in that fantasy league, but probably like but, five. I think I had a couple. I think I had like five. Well, funny enough, we're playing each other right now for that last. It doesn't really matter. It's we're playing each other in that last week of the fantasy league. I think it's the last week. And I'm he, eight and eleven. Oh shoot! Like, it, yeah, like what AC, the, yeah, what the fuck you talking about? AC is killing me in this last week of fantasy baseball, and because I drafted so many Yankees, I guess the kids come out. But he came after AC and I. Saying like, oh, you know, you guys go to so many Yankee games, and I don't want to pop up the text right now. I'm not gonna start that stuff, but but uh, he, he, yeah. he he's just he he was just looking just to he was just looking. Oh just yeah, to get yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why that, that's why I said don't say anything. Like don't, don't our fantasy don't. league, yeah, <laughs> our fantasy league group chat. But it's whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, don't 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 do a Tommy fam. Oh, ouch, ouch. Well. I think we can end on that note. (laughs) 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 All right. So we'll be back here on Tuesday. Dom will be returning. He'll be right across. He'll be right at that seat over there that I'm looking at right now on Tuesday night. Hell yeah. So so, um, I'm actually getting him from the airport tomorrow. What a rush. He'll be coming in from San Francisco. So that will be fun. So, all right. We'll see you all then on Tuesday. Until that time, let's go Orioles. Let's go for the free pick of the week. Enjoy your weekend. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.